Well, people, after having Friday of last week off, did you miss us? Did, did you miss the crew and the gang? Well, we are back bringing you your Crimson Tide football news. Hottest show on the streets right here in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Whether you're checking us out on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your tablet, on your computer, whatever device you may be tuning in, you are on the biggest show when you talk about your Crimson Tide, and we're bringing this to you from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, stop what you're doing right now. Hit that subscribe button. Smash the like button. Get those likes up. Get those thumbs up. Make this your show, your network platform, channel, and space to talk Bama. Turn all of those post notifications on. Hit that little bell so that way you miss no alerts. No news, no coverage, no information on your Crimson Tie. You stay in the know right there. Also, we got you covered on Facebook and Twitter as well, streaming to you this show. We got to go today. Got an awesome one today. A little bit later on in the show, we'll be joined by my man, Brad Lester, the speed genius out of Atlanta, running back speed training. He's working with Jace McClellan, getting him set to go for the upcoming season in the fall so it's gonna be fun to catch up with Nestor and talk about the training uh, the ins and outs the working all the things he's been doing to get McClellan right here for this upcoming season as summer workout starting in a couple of weeks and we want to hear from you the passionate fans of Bama football you can do this by calling 205-448-1358 but I'm gonna call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you, that daily Super Chat Go, $75. Daily Super Chat Go, appreciate all of you. The NBA playoffs going crazy now with your Western and Eastern Conference Finals set up. In the Western Conference, you got Luka Dantich and those Mavs. Going up against Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors on the east side, you've got Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. My man Patrick P. Money Dow, proud of those Celtics. Going up against Jimmy Butler and the Heat, the Miami Heat. So these NBA playoffs going to be incredible to watch. But we're giving our topic number one people of the conversation on this evening. And this goes to... Uh, we, we all know in the offseason there's not much happening. Uh, there's not much going on uh, in terms of college football. We're all waiting for summer workouts to return, fall camp, things of that nature. But one of the main things that is happening or does happen in the offseason is you have several players that they hook up with their private coaches, their specified trainers and uh, they work on things that you know they saw in the spring you know where they were in relation to the roster where they were in relation to uh, the type of player that they want to become so they get up with their private coaches they get up with their private trainers and they go to work on these things are uh, fine-tuning details fine-tuning aspects of their game because you know these guys either want to be starters or marquee contributors in the coming season in the fall for the Tide. And while summer one classes and summer camp begins in a couple of weeks, one of those guys putting in that work is Jace McClellan, 
the junior running back from Texas, former four-star in the 2020 class. And uh, what's awesome about Jace is, uh, you know, Jace is hungry. Jace is determined to try to be running back one for the Crimson Tide, despite the fact that Jameer Gibbs has entered the program. There's so much conversation. There's so much talk. There's so much excitement about Gibbs, and rightfully so. He is an electrifying talent. He is electricity. He is a dynamic athlete. He brings a special element to the game, whether it's running between the tackles, whether it's his game-breaking game-changing speed in open space, whether it's his ability to catch the ball at the backfield and go, whether you put him on special teams. The one thing I want to see is can Gibbs pass protect. If he can pass protect, and that's just even better about him. But, you know, it's funny how when you get injured, people tend to forget about you at times, and you have to remind people who you are, how dominant you are, how dangerous you are, how marquee you are to your team. And for Jace, just a season ago, prior to him getting hurt against Ole Miss, I mean, he was showing that he was a all-purpose running back. He had, what, five touchdowns for the injury? I think he had, like, 40 carries for 191 yards rushing with one touchdown. He had 10 catches for 97 yards and three touchdowns. He was showing you that Kenyon Drake, uh, Josh Jacobs type of thing there. He even returned a blocked punt versus Mercer for a touchdown. And speaking of Mercer, going back to that matchup at Bryant-Denny, McClellan became the first Bama player since 2013 to score three touchdowns in a game in three different ways. He rushed for a touchdown against Mercer. He caught a 21-yard touchdown pass. He returned a blocked punt for a score. So McClellan did all of those things prior to the injury. And when he got hurt against the Rebels, it removed a pivotal, strong, vital Apart from uh, the Alabama passing game because of what he was as a safety valve out the backfield for Bryce Young. And in talking with Brad Lester, former Auburn running back, he is the founder and CEO of the Speed Genius Athletic Training Facility in Atlanta. You know, Brad Lester was saying, hey, uh, Jace is good. I mean, Jace is looking real, real good right now. He's looking, he's starting to look like his old self again. And this is a Brad Lester who worked with Najee Harris in 2020. Remember how 2019, you know, Najee, this latter part of that year started to really turn up. And then 2020, where COVID really hit and hit hard, and we all thought that we may not have a college football season, but the good Lord intervened, and we had a college football season. Throughout that summer, Lester worked with Najee Harris, and Harris became a 1,400-yard back, you know, 30 total touchdowns, a unanimous All-American, Heisman finalist, Doak Walker Award winner, SEC Championship game MVP, national champion. Brother went on to be a first-round pick by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And here is the same Brad Lester saying, as good as Najee was, Jace, more explosive. Jace, more moves. Jace can do more out of the backfield. Jace can get downhill. He can get physical. He can get downhill. Now, they're doing some light work stuff now. Uh, McClellan's knee is looking stronger. 
where they're getting it to look stronger than what it was last season. They're doing some light work stuff now. Now, once the Alabama training staff, Jeff Allen, David Ballou, team doctors and company, give Lester the okay, the go-ahead to ratchet up the training a bit more, then we will see McClellan be put through more things challenging that knee, working that knee, pushing that knee to be, you know, at tip-top condition, though it is looking stronger and it is looking better than what it was a season ago. But the young man's hungry. The young man is prepared to, to get some things done on the field. And even with Alabama having a Jameer Gibbs and a Trey Sanders, which I'm excited to see what can Trey do in this upcoming season, and Roy Dale Williams also, I just look at, with where we are in college football, where everybody on your team offensively has to be a threat, you have to stress a defense out. Every running back's got to be a threat. Every receiver's got to be a threat. Every tight end's got to be a threat. We all know your quarterback has to be a threat. Offensively, you got to be able to attack teams in every way, make them defend all 100 yards long of the field, all 53 yards wide of the field you've got to make teams defend that and in order to make teams defend that you've got to have explosive players in every part of the game and when you look at a Jace McClellan he is an explosive player and getting this guy back 100% healthy really awesome seeing the work that Brad Lester has been doing with him at, to this point I'm excited to see Jace get out there take over and it really truly do uh, his thing on the field because if, if he can be better if he can be either right there or slightly better than what Najee Harris was in 2020 people you got two game breaking backs and you talk Jameer Gibbs and Jace McClellan and old mama that's going to be fun to watch right there we're going to go to our first break here, folks, on the show. Don't touch that dial. Just getting started. When we return to the action, we go to the phone lines. We take your calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your donations. We get to your interactions. Blow the phone lines up right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small-dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. Hey, I'm Justin Riley, host of the Bama Standard, alongside former All-SEC linebacker Marvin Constant, two-time national champion, 
Bo Scarborough, comedy legend Steve Brown, and TDA's own Stephen M. Smith. And we're going to be coming at you live every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern on TDA's YouTube channel. I got to warn you, though, we don't wear top hats and we are not politically correct. However, we do have Bama Legends every week. So tune in. Roll Tide. We're back into the action here, folks, from the break. Number one form for Bama Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And people, that is correct. A joint venture is here with Touchdown Alabama Magazine and the Bama Standard. We will be uh, live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Time from the TDA YouTube channel with the Bama Standard, Justin Riley, comedy legend Steve Brown, uh, former Alabama linebacker, Bama great Marvin Constant, and yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, live tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time here on the TDA YouTube channel. I'm going to have to find myself a top hat since Justin said we don't wear top hats, but I'm going to grab one. I'm going to find me one. But anyway, we got some super chats to get to today. How about the man Jimmy Cash Money Clay with that $50 donation? The super chat showing love. Appreciate uh, Jimmy Clay right there. And then we got David Pickett with that $199.99 in the super chats there. Appreciate the man D. Pickett, David Pickett in the building. And then Jamie Wilhelm with that 499 in the Super Chats. Appreciate the love coming from all of you. That daily Super Chat goal of $75 has been met by you, the outstanding fans of Bama football. We go to the phone lines right now to take your calls. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. 1358. We grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? Roll Tide. It's your boy Chris from Coleman. How y'all doing, Steven? Doing great, Chris, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good, man. Can, cannot complain, as you would say, on a Monday. I know they say, you know, the saying is, I hate Mondays because of work and everything, but you got to love Mondays if you're an Alabama fan because we got the best show on the streets. And uh, I had a couple things uh, I wanted to talk to you about tonight. The first question I have, you know, we talked about the quarterback situation a little bit. Obviously, it's Bryce Young. But my question for you on that is Jalen Milrose seems to be that guy at number two. But how close do you think the gap is between him and Ty Simpson? I think I'm. I think the gap. I, I think I don't, I'm not gonna say it's a very significant gap. There is a gap there, just due to you know Ty's got to get that playbook, and uh, Jalen Milrow already has that playbook. So as far as the knowledge, the knowledge, and uh, he's had more time with his skill set. Jalen Milrow definitely number two. Yeah, I would definitely agree there, and then. You know, you look at the defensive side of the ball. Um, what can we expect as far as the secondary? Because I know we bring in Eli Ricks. 
we bring back Jordan Battle, and I know I, I've always called in, and we, we talk enough about Dallas Turner and Will Anderson, but how are we feeling so far this spring about the secondary? I actually feel good, Chris, about it. I mean, Battle and DeMarco Helms both return with experience playing back there, communication. Uh, Malachi Moore, Brian Branch both have experience. Malachi Moore healthy now. He's gotten all the tough injuries behind him, so I'm excited to see what he does. you got three guys in Kool-Aid, Ricks, and Kyrie Jackson all pushing for both corner spots, so you got a hungry second. I mean, I feel good about it. I feel good about it too, man, but I appreciate you uh, taking my call tonight. And I'll say this, I did see earlier where they went ahead and they have announced a noon kickoff for the week two Texas and Alabama game, I believe on Fox. And kind of jokingly, I guess I'll kind of mess a little bit with Texas this this offseason, but it should be a good game. I think it's the most anticipated game on the season, in my opinion, uh, just that environment with Quinn Ewers, Jalil Billingsley over there. It's going to be a good matchup, but uh, I'll say horns down and roll tide. <laughs> Appreciate you calling in, Chris. My man, Chris Ballard, Sports Media, and Coleman calling in to start off uh, the show on a Monday. And as you continue to get your, your thoughts in, 205-448-1358. One more time, 205-448-1358. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, my name is Daryl, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> Daryl, what's happening, man? Not a whole lot. Uh, I am watching the show now, and I have a question for you, and I think I have my own answer, but I want to hear your opinion. What Go is ahead. the injury in your What is the injury in your opinion that cannot happen? That absolutely cannot happen for Bama this year. The injury that absolutely cannot happen for Bama this year. Okay, that that, that that's tough. That's hard because I don't want to say something, that, uh, man. An an injury to Dallas Turner can't happen this year. Mm. Can't have that. Dallas Turner. Can't have Dallas that. Dallas Turner. Can't have that. Chris Braswell back in the mud. You still think Dallas Turner can't? I mean, the way the way Dallas came on last year, especially the last five to six games, like that that cat is the reason why Drew Sanders hopped in the portal. Fair point. Fair point. For me, it's you know the obvious one. You know, I'm not going to say his name. He plays a certain position on offense. I think you can figure it out. Oh, absolutely. Bryce Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I feel like, you know, we have some uh, – Jalen Monroe, I'm excited to see him play. I am. It's just that I don't feel like this is the year he needs to be put on that stage because so much is going well for Bama as far as offseason. Uh, Coach Saban said he was proud of where his team is at. That's scary for everybody on Alabama's schedule. That's not that's not something Saban says every offseason. I can't remember the last time he said that. I can't either. I mean, he he rarely showers praise. When he showers praise, it's a big thing. Appreciate my man Daryl for calling in out of Georgia with those thoughts right there. So before we get to the topic here, 
I want to jump back into the running back conversation we had in the first segment there, John. I do want to see Trey Sanders do well, and I've said this quite a number of times. For me, with Trey is uh, how explosive, uh, how explosive has he gotten back from all of the unfortunate mishaps that have happened from the foot injury his freshman year of uh, the car accident in uh, the middle of 2020 and, and I get it you know he hasn't had just a ton of opportunities to go out there and show his skills that show his ability show his burst show his uh, um, work out there on the field and this is true but for me I, I just want to see when, with being removed now from the foot injury and being removed now from the car accident, how much explosive has Trey Sanders gotten? How much um, big playability, you know, has he gotten? Because, like I said, we're in a day and age in college football where you got that running back, you ch- ch- gone. Yes, you want them to have that grinding mentality where you can get those three, four, five yards to carry when you need them and move the chain, but also have that breakaway burst speed explosiveness once you get past the first and second level and not have guys, you know, running you down from behind. So that's what I want to see from Trey is that explosive burst speed, get off, quick cut, decision, go, and once that ball hits his hands. And I think he can do it. And I think he can do it. Just this, this summer, this fall camp, going to be very fun to watch. But we go to the call topic, and the call topic just so happens to be the uh, Bama-Texas game, uh, which is set for Saturday, September 10th in Austin. Fox will have the game uh, as much as I would like this to be a night game. It looks like the Fox Big Noon kickoff team will have this game. So you will be dealing with probably 100 degree heat down there in Texas for this Fox matchup. The only thing to me that will make this better is if Gus Johnson is on the call. Gus High Energy Johnson is on the commentary. If he's on the commentary, him and uh, Charles Davis or him and Joel Klatt, you know, I I can deal with it then. But if, if, if you're dealing with Bama, Texas, Hundred degree heat, early game, uh, Fox, and there's not entertainment on the commentary. Then Houston, we will have a serious, serious problem. But Fox will have the Bama Texas game Saturday, September 10th from Austin. Definitely a highly anticipated matchup. We're gonna go to a break right here, folks, on the show. I won't touch that down because, well, I guess we'll, we'll continue before we go. Before we go to a break here. Before we go to a break here. We're going to continue my thoughts there on the Bama-Texas game. It's going to be fun to watch. Not just Jaleel Billingsley and um, uh, J.I. Hall, but watching to see the epic battle of Steve Sarkeesian versus Pete Golding. It's going to be fun there. You know, an elite play caller in Steve Sarkeesian versus Pete Golding, who has made strides, made improvement. But you as Bama Nation really want to see is Pete really the guy for us? Is Pete Golden really the coordinator? Is he really that dude when it comes down to scheming defenses, communicating 
getting the calls completely getting the calls out in the field and having those calls communicated everywhere making those quick adjustments on the fly but then most importantly putting these guys in spots in situations where they can be successful and week two out the gate PJ's going to go up against a mastermind in Steve Sarkeesian. That's going to be fun. That's going to be an entertaining chess match to watch. And that'll be what my eyes will focus the most on. The chess match between Sarkeesian and Golden. Can Pete get the better of Sarknado down there in Texas? But now we take a break right here on the show. Don't touch that Dow. Just getting started. When we get back... We go to my man, Brad Lester, speed genius out of Atlanta and his work with Jace McClellan. We get to Lester after this. Start of the fourth quarter. We throw the foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four finger bling necklace at we own the fourth It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four finger bling necklace right now at we own the fourth Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We are back in here from the break on a Monday, getting that work week started off for you correctly, moving through the offseason, the month of May. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith, touchdown, Alabama Magazine. And we go now to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up one of the best, if not the best, running back specialist trainer in the building. He is the man behind the speed genius training facility in Atlanta. Former Auburn running back, my man, Brad Lester's in the building. Brad, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. How, how about yourself? Can't complain. We got Brad Lester right here, the man always on the grind, the founder of Speed Genius right there in Atlanta. And, uh, Brad, you got you got your hands here on one Jace McClellan, you know, working with him, uh, training him for this upcoming season. And just first and foremost, from what you've been able to see so far, how have you seen the progress uh, of McClellan's knee as we're getting up for uh, summer camp here in the next couple of weeks or so? I'll say this. So Alabama's training staff, obviously, you know, Alabama has a great program, one of the best in the country. Um, they've done a great job of getting him back ready and, and rehabbing him uh, for this next season. I mean, he, he looks like his old, old self and, and, and moving around like his old self um, and 100% sure he'd be ready for this next season. 
got Brett Nestor here on the phone lines. If you're just tuning into the show, the founder of, of uh, the Speed Genius facility down there in Atlanta, working with training, developing, getting running backs prepared from the uh, from the training aspect. And Brad, when, when you look at Jace, just th- this past season, I mean, prior to the injury, he was showing the world he is an all-purpose back, whether it was running the ball, catching the ball, pass protection, no matter where you, where you put him at, he was showing he can do it all. And just working with him uh, – and you worked with Najee Harris also uh, prior to the 2021 draft. What is different between Najee, as dynamic as he was, what, what's been different from you working with Jace versus Najee Harris? It's crazy, and I know a lot of people look at me crazy when I say this. I felt like in certain situations, especially on third-down situations, uh, Jace was more dependable because uh, you didn't know if he was going to be you know, a big guy in the, in the pass protection scheme or if he's going to be one that, you know, they depended on a third down situation. And I, I really felt like down in the goal line situations, Coach O'Brien used him a lot to get the ball to out the backfield. And I, I felt like that was the biggest piece and where he made a huge difference. And I felt like that's where, you know, Alabama lacked a little bit later in the season was, you know, his, produ- his production in the, re- in the red zone and out the backfield. Not just running the ball because at this level of the SEC, everybody can run the football. But now it's like, what else can you do? Can you catch the ball in the backfield? You know, can you pass the tape? Um, you know, can you hold on to the football? Things like that. And I felt like he was very, very dependable at catching the ball out in the backfield and picking up uh, pass protection. So, so just in the drills and the techniques and the details that you are working on the most with Jace, I mean, what are you guys trying to really hammer home with him uh, as he enters his junior season this year at Alabama? So one of the biggest things I noticed, and, and, and I think this is the biggest part of the rehab process, is forgetting what knee is actually hurt. Um, you know, when he's going through certain movements, you know, I actually have to double check to make sure which knee it is because you can't you can't really tell. And it's all it's almost like as if the, uh, the surgical leg is stronger than the non-surgical leg, which is what you want. Um, so right now, so that's the biggest piece. Is my 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 whole goal right now is to be a supplement to what Alabama's doing for him. And, um, you know, what they've asked of me is, you know, just make sure he doesn't come back to camp uh, sore when they start back here in the next two weeks. So we've just kind of been doing a foundation part of it. And, um, I mean, he's he's well ahead of schedule, but we will really pick it up once he goes back to Bama and he comes back on the weekend. If you're just checking out the show here on a Monday, we got the man Brad Lester, speed genius out of Atlanta, former Auburn running back, working with one Jace McClellan of the Crimson Tide. If you're just checking out the show on today. And so, Brad, for you, what would be the goals that you look at or that you have for Jace in this upcoming season? What are the goals that you would like to see him hit? I mean, I would like to see him, you know, be one of the best SEC running backs, you know, in, in the conference this year. You know, um, I think he has that ability. Uh, I mean, he, he deserves that. He worked for, he worked hard last year. And he's working hard this year. And, you know, just to see where he's coming from and, and um, see how the way he's working, you know, I, I have no doubt he can go for a 1,500-yard all-purpose season this year. 1,500-yard all-purpose season. The man Brad Lester going to be known right here on the show. That is his goal for one Jace McClellan, former four-star of Texas in the 2020 class. Brad, as always, appreciate you taking time to spend with us. I know you on the grind, my man. You take care of yourself. You stay safe. You be good, brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on.
Absolutely. Brad Lester, speed genius out of Atlanta, working with one Jace McClellan. Y'all heard the goal he's got for Jace, folks. 1,500-yard all-purpose season. John, I think it can happen. I think it can happen. It just comes down to uh, how does the coaching staff divide the responsibility among the backs. And I do not envy Nick Saban or Robert Gillespie in having this task. But we take a break right here, folks, from the show. When we get back, we hit you guys back up, back to the phone lines, grabbing your calls right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly. Touchdown Alabama Magazine, don't touch that dial. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We back in here, baby, on a Monday. Getting that work week started for you correctly. Number one show, talking your Crimson Tide football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Got the man John Ivory in the building. On tomorrow, we got the Bama Standard on the TDA YouTube channel live tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time. Bama Standard, that being the cast of Justin Riley, comedy legend Steve Brown, uh, former Alabama linebacker, Bama great Marvin Constant, and yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of TDA. It's a new show on TDA, the joint venture of the Bama Standard and Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Definitely Looking forward for all the comedy, all the action, all the laughs on tomorrow. But we get into the phone lines right, right now to grab your calls. Call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in and let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. As you're getting your thoughts in here. So for me, Alabama softball, Team 26, Patrick Murphy, the girls will host a regional coming up here in the next week or so. But they'll host a regional. I think the regional they got is they got, they got Stanford in there. I know Stanford's in there. A couple, a couple of other teams are in there. But Stanford is the first team that comes to mind that's, that's in that regional. And it's time for these girls to get on a roll, get on a run. It's been 
kind of a roller coaster, you know, up and down season. But normally, it's this time of year where Bama softball truly locks in. The pitching locks in, the bats lock in. Somehow, during this time of year, Coach Murphy is able to manipulate the batting lineup the way he wants to do it. And the girls end up producing timely hits, timely steals, timely at-bats. The pitching comes to life. So, really want to see Team 26 get out here and do its thing. Uh, When you look at the regionals, the Super Regionals, and the Women's College World Series. Because as much as I enjoy that 2012 National Championship team with Jackie Trainer and Kayla Hunt and Kayla Bro and Cassie Ragabosha and Amanda Locke and those outstanding young ladies right there. Hagan McClendon was a freshman, throw McClendon in there too. I would like to see this group right here uh, get into that College World Series and make a run because as much as I enjoy football and I love myself some football, number two, there's nothing like playoff softball. Come at me on that. It is nothing like uh, between the months of April, May, and, and June, July, nothing like the Women's College World Series. I mean, that is, that's as intense as it gets, and I'm looking forward to that. But as you're continuing to get your thoughts in here, can I go to a little uh, Bama in the NFL conversation? A couple of crimson, a few Crimson Tide players, two Crimson Tide alums have signed their rookie contracts for the pros. Evan Neal, who was taken number seven overall in the first round by the New York Football Giants, he's got his deal. It's a four-year deal worth twenty-four and a half million. Big money, fifteen million dollars guaranteed with a fifth-year option. That is Evan Neal. Jamison Williams, who was taken number 12 overall by the Detroit Lions. He's got a four-year deal worth $17.46 million, a $9.8 million signing bonus. John Mechie, who was taken in the second round, number 44 overall by the Houston Texans. He's got a four-year deal worth $8 million with a $3.049 million signing bonus. And for Mechie... He looked good in rookie minicamp for the Texans, not wearing a brace on the knee. He suffered an ACL injury, too, in the SEC championship matchup against Georgia. Now, Mechie has told reporters by July he'll be set to go for training camp. He'll be be able to do some things when you look at training camp. However, the Texans had Coach Lovey Smith not trying to push Mechie. They're trying to take Mechie slow, Take his time. He will play. He's expected to play in the regular season. At what point? We do not know. I do not know as of right now. But Mechie is determined to be ready to go by training camp, which is good to see him out there in minicamp uh, doing some things without having the brace on his knee. But we take this call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? Uh, how you doing? This is Rodney calling from Tallahassee. Hey, Rodney, what's going on? Not much. Uh, I want to call her Brad Lester there. I, one of my not-so-favorite guys when he was at Auburn. Glad he's helping the good guys now. Uh, with him helping out and Chase and, and having him come back into the mix and to our, our running back situation, do you expect us to have a much more balanced attack you know, I remember looking at the national championship and Brian and 
Trey didn't really get as many carries as we did throw the ball. I know we were kind of down at the end, but I'm hoping that this will kind of help us get a little bit more, you know, balanced offense and not try, just try to get Bryce to Heisman again this year. I, ex- I expected Rodney to be more balanced. And with uh, with Nestor helping Jace, I mean, th- th- this is big because uh, you got you two game breakers in McClellan and Gibbs. Uh, and you got two guys with a little bit more power and edge to them when you talk Trey Sanders and Roydell Williams. So th- it should be more balanced. That all also goes back to can this offensive line help it be more balanced by being a strong run-blocking group? Now, in spring football, Coach Saban spoke on how pleased he was with how much better of a run-blocking group this team was this time in spring versus last year in spring. But offensive line can be right. This will be a more balanced team. Appreciate Rodney there for that call right there into the show. I mean, absolutely. I mean, th- th- you, you, I can ex- I can see more balance. I want to see more balance, as you guys want to also. You got two uh, dynamic backs, and then you got two other backs that have a ton of talent, a ton of skills, and they, they'll provide a bit more, I guess, brute power where Trey can provide power and pass-catching ability and some pass-protection ability. Also, you got four backs. My thing is, get them all on the field. Get them all on the field. Be creative with them. Put them in different spots. Let's see what this running back room really has. So that falls on the offensive line, Coach Wolford, making sure that this is an outstanding run-blocking group to be balanced. And it also falls on Bill O'Brien, the creativity of these backs, and getting each one in the best package where they can maximize their entire skill set. Gotta shout out Jimmy Clay with that $26 donation. The Super Chats showing that love to Team 26 in terms of Bama softball and really want to see those girls do their thing here in the upcoming regionals. But we take a break right here on the show. When we get back, we tidy up loose ends with talking Jordan Addison, the transfer from Pittsburgh. He's expected to visit the Crimson Tide at some point. Can Nick Saban get him? And if Alabama does get him, is this the beginning of a back-to-back Heisman for Bryce Young? We'll talk about it after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. 
Hey, I'm Justin Riley, host of the Bama Standard, alongside former All-SEC linebacker Marvin Constant, two-time national champion Bo Scarborough, comedy legend Steve Brown, and TDA's own Stephen M. Smith. And we're going to be coming at you live every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern on TDA's YouTube channel. I gotta warn you though, we don't wear top hats and we are not politically correct. However, we do have Bama Legends every week, so tune in. Roll Tide. Well, folks, we're back in from the break here to the action on a Monday. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, and people, if you love to laugh, if you love to laugh your face off to your stomach hurts, you got to check out tomorrow, Bama Standard, Touchdown Alabama, Joint Venture Show on TDA's YouTube channel, 6 p.m. Central Time. We're going live, Justin Riley, comedy legend Steve Brown, Former Bama running back, two-time national champion, and running back of the Birmingham Stallions, Bo Scarborough, Marvin Constant, former Alabama linebacker, Alabama great, and uh, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of TDA. It is going to be an exciting, exciting show. And our guest, the Bama Legends, we will have 2009 BCS national champion, Javier Arenas, one of the best corners to play in the Saban era, and Terry Grant former Alabama running back will be our guest on the show tomorrow. So stay tuned, 6 p.m. Central Time. You ready to laugh? You ready to have fun? Uh, you get down with the Bama Standard TDA joint venture right there. But as always, Bama fans, you want your hot gear when it comes to Bama football. You check us out right now, tdaware.com. That's TDAWare.com. We got you all of your swag, sauce, drip, culture, culture, clothing, fashion needs right here. Do your do your shopping right there, your one-stop shop, TDAWare.com. Get yourself set up right now in summer workouts, fall camp, and the upcoming 2022 season by rocking that TDA Wear gear. Continue showing that support for Coach Saban. University of Alabama, the student-athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Now, last week, John, the buzz that took place on Friday was uh, there were a couple reports on uh, Jordan Addison, the wide receiver, the transfer in the portal from Pittsburgh. And uh, the reports were starting off with Pete Thamel of ESPN, and then other people picked it up. Uh, Addison is expected to visit Tuscaloosa. He's expected to make an official visit to the Crimson Tide at some point. Now, when will the official visit come? I don't know as of right now, but according to reports, he is expected to make an official visit to Tuscaloosa to the Crimson Tide at some point. Now, the communication has been mutual on both sides. Addison has been talking with Alabama. Alabama has been talking with Addison, so the communication is mutual. Now, the rumor is USC is the expected place for him to go with all the NIL opportunities over there in Southern California. However, however, 
Uh, he is expected to visit the Crimson Tide at some point. And uh, what makes this interesting is, and, and we saw this with Tyler Steen, right, offensive lineman from Vanderbilt. He visited several schools, but he ended up coming to Alabama, fell in love with the program, fell in love with the plays. People showed him love. What happens, the young man ends up committing to the Crimson Tide as his transfer destination on social media. The same thing with Tyler Harrell. He hops in the portal on on April 12th, the dynamic speed receiver from Louisville. He comes to Alabama on A-Day. He's in the crowd. He gets the love from the fans. He enjoys his visit, fell in love with the place. What happened the very following Friday, Tyler Harrell gives that yes to Alabama, commits via social media. Does the same thing happen to Jordan Addison? And it, it, it could. We'll see. But he's expected to take that visit here to the Crimson Tide. Does Nick Saban bring him in? Do the Crimson Tide, or does Alabama land another marquee wide receiver from the portal? Because if it does, you can pretty much start the beginning coronation of, is this back-to-back Heismans for Bryce Young? If you get Jordan Addison, I feel bad, horrible, for every defensive coordinator and defensive back because who are you going to cover? Who are you going to commit a corner and a safety to over the top if you if Alabama lands Jordan Addison? Because you got to think, defensive coordinators, that their vibe is, okay, who do we think is going to be the number one receiver for Alabama? Do we think it's going to be Burton? Do we think it's going to be Harrell? If they get Addison, do we think it's going to be Addison? And whoever they think it's going to be, they're going to align a corner and a safety to that guy, which means the other two transfers are going to be running scot-free, and not just them. You still look at a Christian Leary. You still look at a Trayshawn Holden. You still look at a... uh, um, at Ja'Cory Brooks. You still look at a JoJo Earl. You still look at a, uh, an Aaron Anderson, a Kendrick Law, possibly an Isaiah Bond. And these are just receivers. I haven't even mentioned, you know, the tight end, like Cameron Latu, Amari Black. You know, if Miles Kitzelman develops into a, a marquee pass-catching threat. And this has, this has this is not even me even bringing up the running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. So if Alabama gets Jordan Addison, the reigning Belitnikoff Award winner this past season, 100 catches, 1,593 yards, 18 total touchdowns, 17 touchdown catches. If Alabama lands him, who are you going to cover if you're a defensive back? How? Are you going to scheme your defense if you're a defensive coordinator? And then you, you 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 might as well just get ready to go for the first time since Archie Griffin, Ohio State, 1974 and 1975. We got a back-to-back repeating Heisman Trophy winner in uh, Bryce Young. Because if you get Jordan Addison, if you get Jordan Addison, a national championship would basically come down to two things for Alabama if you get Addison. It would come down to, number one, the consistent play of the offensive line. 
and then the consistent positive play of the offensive line, and then number two, the creativity of Bill O'Brien as a play caller. It comes those two things. You get those two things, you, you can try to go and just book Bama's ticket to L.A. for a national championship if it ends up landing Jordan Addison. I mean, even if it doesn't get him, you still got weapons across the board at wide receiver, even if you don't get him. I'm just saying if Alabama is able to pick this young man up, it's what are you going to do if you're a D.C.? I mean, what are you going to do if you're a defensive back? I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just unfair. That's just unfair if Saban is able to land this young man. But a visit is coming. A visit is to be expected. And we shall see from that visit, does Jordan Addison feel like Alabama is the place for me? We will see once that comes in here. But as always, people, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. Now, for your audio needs, check us out right here, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio got you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Wednesday continuing the conversation. That is Tide Football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description if you're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That link in the description. If you're trying to get the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys at weownthefourthquarter.com. That's weownthefourthquarter.com. That link in the description, too. Uh, as always, got to appreciate my man Brad Lester, speed genius out of Atlanta, coming on the show, giving us the lowdown on Chase McClellan and the training and the work he is putting in with that young man at the running back position. Got to appreciate you, the outstanding fans of Tide Football, for all the donations, the calls, the texts, the chats, the love from you guys and my man John Ivory holding it down in the production studio. Until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate, value those husbands, children. You guys continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing. Do not be bored. School almost out. Continue hanging on, keeping those grades in order. You get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones tomorrow. You protect the loved ones around you. Check out the TDA Bama Standard Live Show tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time, right here on TDA's YouTube channel. Until next time, folks, so long, everybody. You've been listening to In My Own Words. 